Well, it is that time of the year. Kids were trying to figure out how Santa Claus gets in the house. Many of you are trying to figure out where you're going to keep the relatives. And many of you all are trying to figure out your relatives. <laughs> and the world is trying to figure out Christmas. It is hard to understand all of the theology around Christmas. God in human form, it kind of boggles the mind, doesn't it? What is easier to understand is the love that is the season. And really, maybe love is the only theology we really need. The truth is that we are all just looking for love. Kids, as they write their letters to Santa, express things that they are looking for. Mommy and Daddy say, I have not been very good these past few days. How bad can I be before I lose my presence? <laughs> Mackenzie, did you really run over my grandma? I'm sorry for putting all that X-lax in your milk last year, but I wasn't sure if you were real. My dad, though, was really mad. <laughs> and this letter was found in the, on the United States Postal Service, Operation uh, Santa website. Do you support the LGBTQ community? And if you speak to God, can you tell him that I love him and ask if he loves me for being gay? All that little boy wants is to know that he is loved for who he is. In 1977, Kenny Loggins, most of us know him for writing the theme song for Top Gun, Maverick, but he released a Christmas song called Come Celebrate Me Home. Here are the lyrics for that. It's time I found myself totally surrounded in your circles. Turn on the love light in this place. The truth is, there are a lot of places where love just is not found. The other night, Steve Martin was on the Tonight Show, and he said, I find this so sweet about New Yorkers. They take their mittens and they cut a hole in their mittens so they can still give each other the finger. The truth is, there are some places where you just can't find love. But in this place, in this Christmas scene, we find love for an entire range of people, for all people. While Mary was laying the baby in the manger, the angel was announcing his birth to a group of shepherds. Now, when we think of shepherds, we may think of my favorite shepherd, Linus. But in the first century, no one really thought shepherds were cute, and they certainly did not think that shepherds were important. In fact, shepherds were the lowest people, the lowest group on the socioeconomic ladder. If you want a picture of shepherds, imagine a group of guys sitting around a campfire making bodily noises, very much like that old movie Blazing Saddles. And that's pretty much what you have for the shepherds, a lot more than what you had with Linus in a Charlie Brown Christmas. The shepherds were never considered the people you want to invite to a Christmas party. And it's important for us to know that nobodies were the first to know about the birth of Jesus. That says something to me about the way of Jesus. 
And it leads me to ask, maybe you too, am I following the way of Jesus? So on one end, you have the shepherds. On the other end, we have a group that we call the wise men. The Greek language is literally magi. I get so tickled over the magi. I wonder if Matthew, when he was writing this story, had in the back of his mind a comic element as well. You have the hilarious scene in the movie Life of Brian where the Magi end up at the wrong house. And then you have history. Scholars tell us that the Magi were astrologers. Now, I was taught in my religious background to dismiss astrology and to condemn astrology. But these Magi, we don't know if there were three or not. We know there were three gifts, but it could have been a whole group of them. These guys were astrologers. And that kind of blew my mind when I realized that in sixth grade, that they can't be all bad if they were astrologers. Then the historians also tell us that the Magi were most likely priests of a religion called Zoroastrianism, which was the religion of Persia, which is now modern-day Iran. Now, to me, that's funny that God would reveal himself first to the shepherds and then to a bunch of Iranians. That kind of blows our mind about who God is and what God's plan might be. And God revealed himself to priests of a whole nother religion. So is it possible that God just might be found at night? in the stars, maybe in a Beatles song. Maybe God might be found outside of a church. And the message that God gives us in these avenues is always the message of love. If Jesus said, by this will all people know that you're my disciples, which is a little word that means that you are learning from me, that you follow me, by your love for one another. If that is true, how have we missed the primacy of love? So Santa and Jesus are having a conversation. Santa says to Jesus, there's no way you can understand the pain of seeing something you began as a free expression of love being turned into a major commercial enterprise. I wonder if Jesus looks at what Christianity has become and wonders the same thing. How did my simple message of loving one another, and when it comes to one another, it means an, ex an inclusive group of everybody. How have we turned that simple message of love into a business, into an enterprise? I wonder if we've become too narrow in our understanding of who loves and who is in God's family. John reminds us, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Love crosses barriers. Love doesn't belong to this group or to that group, but love is universal. We live in a culture in which hate is dominant.
and we lose sight of love. But if we have eyes to see and if we are aware, we will notice that love is all around. And here from my, is my favorite scene from the movie Love Actually. Don't worry. It's not a child's movie. Let's watch this. Is anybody singing? I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. So tonight, let your mind expand to embrace the universal love of God as seen in this baby whose birth we celebrate. As seen in the people who are invited to see that baby. People on extreme ends of the spectrum, the lowest socioeconomic and the highest, the shepherds and the magi and everyone in between. Religions seem to like to debate and compete over who has the truth. But maybe this story tells us that nobody has the truth, but the truth has us. Nobody has God. Nobody owns God, but maybe God has us. Maybe love has us. God doesn't belong to any one group. God is bigger than our religion, our politics, our fears, and our ideas. The idea of God is seen in this baby. Are you looking for love? And I invite you to look at that place. Let's pray. Our father, our mother, our parent, our heavenly divine parent, thank you that we celebrate tonight the joining of the divine with the human. You tell us through this birth that you are approachable, that you are humble, that there is no need to be afraid, but we can approach you as we would approach a child, a baby, tenderness and mercy and grace. We thank you that you have called us to be your friend. It's in your name that I pray and that we journey with the shepherds and the magi tonight to this place to celebrate you. In Christ's name, amen.